Good afternoon or good morning folks, this is your host speaking, Josh Gawkin, and today we've got a very special guest. He's currently my lecturer at college, as well as the parliament, parliamentary editor of Scotland's Community Radio Network, Mr Charles Fletcher. Today we've got Mr Fletcher on for a very enticing interview on the current, uh, how would I word, problems happening, especially Brexit and the ongoing argument about Scottish independence and whether it will actually happen or not. Now with the recent Brexit deal coming into fruition, uh, it's looking more likely, especially with the polls which are pushing near enough 60% at this point. So today we're just going to be asking Mr Fletcher a couple of questions, see what he thinks on the recent comments from Nicola Sturgeon on not agreeing at all with the recent Brexit deal and just overall his opinion on Scottish independence and whether it be right or not. So I hope today you really enjoyed this interview because it was it's a very special one for me because it's my second overall interview so I'm hoping it goes well. So I'll speak to you later, get the tunes on, get you in the groove and I hope you enjoy this episode. Charles, thanks for Hello there. coming on the show. Today we're just going to ask a couple questions just to get your opinion on the recent comments about Scottish independence and whether it could actually happen or not in the coming years. So just first off, thank you for coming on the show. A pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, Josh. 
Of course, of course, it's always a pleasure. So, just the first basic question, do you think Scottish independence is inevitable? I don't think it's inevitable. However, I do think it is much more likely uh, than it has ever been in the past 50 years. And I'd say that because of changes that are continuing to happen, uh, particularly in the public mindset. They're seeing how Scotland can function, uh, and particularly this year, uh, because the four nations of United Kingdom have very much been bringing out their own rules, guidelines and legislation uh, on how to deal with COVID. Whilst the four nations have worked together, we've also seen at its extreme, the four nations working quite independently. So there's much more of a Scottish identity that has grown during the time of the pandemic this year, 2020. I think also seeing the resilience of the First Minister Nicola Sturgeon with her almost daily briefings from St Andrew's House in Edinburgh and whether people choose to do this or not, they can then contrast the briefings that come from other parts of United Kingdom. And I think they see that in Wales and in Northern Ireland, uh, they have been consistent with messaging as the Scottish government has been from Edinburgh. And there has been much more of a muddle on messaging coming from Westminster. So in brief, to answer your question, Josh, uh, is independence for Scotland inevitable? Not necessarily so, but I think it is much more likely now than it has been for 50 years. Do you think some of that could be summed up with the recent Brexit deal? Now that that is actually went ahead. Brexit will have an enormous play into this. Uh, Brexit is a story that journalists have almost forgotten this year because we've all been, I hope understandably, trying to report as well as we can on COVID-19 and now the very exciting moments when we see vaccine uh, being rolled out across United Kingdom. Uh, I think we have focused on that. Uh, we have in recent weeks had more coverage of Brexit and now of course as we are uh, leaving the transition uh, period on the 31st of December and entering a brave new world, well we're already seeing change. If you were wanting to send a, a calendar or a gift, a package to a friend in Berlin or Transylvania somewhere in Eastern, in uh, the European Union, you could do that quite easily last week. Uh, as of now, uh, the Royal Mail and Post Office say that because of the new rules, because we're no longer a member of EU, we need to have a customs form, a declaration that will need to be filled in and attached to whatever package we're sending. So change is there, not just the, the huge change for the fishing industry up the east coast of Scotland and uh, some of the, the, the west coast is going to be affected as well. Some of the West Coast is going to be affected uh, in a better way with the markets still being open uh, for them, which is absolutely vital. But yes, I think Brexit will undoubtedly play into how people feel and respond to the question uh, that will surely come, should Scotland be an independent country? 
Yeah, I think now with the the recent agreement and some of the plans that have now been put in place, such as there will be more freedom for people from Europe to come here and fish because we've opened up our waters more. But down here, I think it's going to be affected a lot more because I think there is a much larger fishing industry, especially up in places like Aberdeen, where all the rather large fishing mm-hmm. stuff where it actually happens a lot more. Yes, the the East Coast um, fishing fleet has uh, sadly been depleted over the years, but it is uh, still a major part of uh, the Scottish exports and it's vital, vital that we have um, good access to Scottish and UK waters for the fishing fleet from right around the country, not just uh, coastal Scotland. Uh, Yes, there are going to be difficulties there, but we always knew there would be. And because this was a UK vote to depart, uh, it is something that Scotland voted, as you'll be well aware, Scotland voted to remain within uh, European Union. Um, However, the rest of the United Kingdom, uh, with the biggest numbers, uh, obviously in England, and then Wales also opting to leave, uh, has ensured that we would be leaving the European Union. So there are knock-on effects that will hit um, you know, uh, when we go to the shops, uh, it will hit us in the in the regular food basket that we go to purchase. It'll hit us in many ways. Uh, it's going to make a big difference to our freedom of movement. We've lost our European uh, citizenship. Uh, the prime minister says we may have moved away from membership of a club, but we are certainly going to be um, linked forever uh, as Europeans. Uh, but it's going to be a very different uh, linkage, I would suggest. Definitely. Um, well, just just another two questions, actually. These are more based on and on your opinions. So do you think it would be worthwhile for Scotland to go independent? I wouldn't offer an opinion on it. I would offer uh, the signals that we see from opinion polls that have been happening over the past uh, number of months. And I think we are now sitting, the latest opinion poll from Comres, if I remember correctly, is uh, 58%. Um, If people were asked now, uh, would you vote for independence? 58% would say yes, 42% would say no. Now that's consistent with polling over the past uh, three to six months, which has consistently put the yes vote ahead. Uh, You'll remember back in 2014 at the actual referendum itself, uh, the result was 55% to remain in the UK, 45% to say yes for independence. So those figures have turned uh, quite uh, surprisingly. Now, I did predict that we would hit 60% by Christmas. I'm a little bit out on that one. Uh, So 58% is uh, a high mark there. Uh, Again, it goes back to the root of your, your question at the beginning. Uh, is independence for Scotland inevitable? Uh, I don't think it's inevitable, but I think it is much more likely to come uh, sooner rather than later. And now with the more likely chance of it happening, do you think we will try to get back into the EU, especially if we do become independent? That is a pledge from the current First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon. Uh, She says that uh, once Scotland is independent, which she's convinced it will be, uh, she will be making application 
to European Union for membership of that club. She's already made it very clear to the EU, to the European Commission and to the European Parliament that uh, should Scotland become independent, she will want to have uh, Scotland uh, readmitted to the European Union. And I think if you look at the uh, figures, uh, they, have, they have also consistently shown over many years that Scotland is uh, very much allied to European Union. Uh, it believes in European Union membership, it voted for it, and it has consistently uh, chosen to have European values. Uh, even the, the shape and the style of the Scottish Parliament is European in its making rather than the style of the UK Parliament. So there is some um, inevitability in the First Minister asking for Scotland to be readmitted. Um, some people would say the European Union would say no or it would make it a very difficult re-entry. During the 2014 campaign, I spent time in uh, the European Parliament speaking to a number of officials, uh, informally as well as formally, and politicians, and they were very clear to me that uh, if Scotland applied for membership, uh, they would uh, jump at the chance of Scotland coming into the European Union. Uh, we, we could be a tremendous nation, a tremendous asset, should the people of Scotland choose to go down the path of independence, and should the people of Scotland choose to go into the EU. I must say that is a great answer. That is definitely wrapped up this segment very well. I would just like to thank you again, Charles, for coming on. The thank show. you. That's very kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, thank you very much and hope to speak to you in another point. Take care, Josh. All the very best. And thanks for inviting me on the programme. folks hope you enjoyed that i surely did that was a very eye-opening interview it really opened me up especially to more ideas about scottish independence having mr fletcher who as i said beforehand does his own radio show and is so in tight with the current things current problems happening in parliament especially with the comments from nicola sturgeon it's very very good to have him on the show so i really hope you've enjoyed that i know i enjoyed interviewing him and sorry for the large gap in ep uh, without an episode because i've just I've been busy especially now with the whole epi you know epidemic happening and stuff <laughs> so i hope everyone enjoyed today and i'll st speak to you in another day <laughs>